In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! And good morning and welcome in on today's show, the easy money moves that can make a huge difference in your financial future, what to do and what not to do that can make you feel like you're taking the money and running. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And good morning. Welcome in to another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. For those of you watching online and on radio all across the state of Arkansas, we are glad to have you with us. My name is Scott Inman. Teresa Arago in the middle seat for John today. Good morning to you. And good morning to you, Janet. Janet Walker with us. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Yeah. John's getting the day off. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Occasionally, we let him have the day off from the radio. He's not taking the day off. We have to kick him out every once in a while. Yes. 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 My understanding is he has meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting. So he's not having fun on his time away from the radio. Oh, I think he thinks that is fun. So probably for him, actually. Yeah. You're right. Well, we're glad to have you along. And you're kind of getting to be a seasoned pro at the not only the Get Ready for the Future show, but you're doing podcasts these days. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of practice. So yes. hopefully I'll get better at this as time goes on. We'll yeah. see. A little reference on that. We should go ahead and make that reference, but the Talking Sense podcast, right? Yes. So we launched the Talking Sense podcast earlier this month, and um, it's been really fun because when I started this job, I came on as the bookkeeper, no plans for becoming a financial advisor at that point, but it was like every day I was going, oh, I wish I'd have known that. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have known this mm-hmm. sooner. And so this is giving me an opportunity to give back in a way and, yeah. and give other people an opportunity to learn that sooner or at least learn it because yeah. you're not going to get it other places. I, I mean, the, the Talking Sense podcast really is an expression of our desire to educate. That's mm-hmm. who we've always been. And we've just found another outlet to do that. And we're excited to have Teresa and Mark, you know, leading yeah. the, the show on that. You know what is amazing, too? The number of followers you've picked up in a pretty short amount of time, right? Yeah. Is it a follower or is you follow a podcast or subscribe to a podcast? Subscribers, yeah. I think yeah. is what they call them. But okay. some of them, they call it following on the apps. Yeah. But yeah, Scott, I don't know the exact number, though. It's Scott and I are going to need to get your autograph. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. Don't, so, don't put that in Mark's head, okay? I've got to sit a, across the table from the guy. And that's just like on. It's just like the Get Ready for the Future podcast, right? You just go to iTunes and, mm-hmm. and subscribe Stitcher, for and you can even do it on Spotify. Okay. So. Wherever you mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and since it's a little geared towards uh, people making decisions in their earlier years, it's a little shorter. Right? Yes. The, <laughs> each episode, you're looking at 10, 15 minutes, depending on how talkative okay. Mark and I get. But yeah, it's, it's a good way to get a little snippet here and a little snippet there. And what I love about our radio program and the Talking Sense podcast is you can go in and say, okay, this is a subject I want to know something about. And you can watch just the one instead of, you know, when you're listening to the radio, you get whatever's on there. Right. Yeah. But when you're getting on a podcast, you can pick and choose what subjects you want to learn. So that's what I love about it. Most of my friends have been using it for like road trips. So yeah. if they're traveling and they're going to be on the road, instead of just listening to whatever radio station they're nearest, they throw on one of our podcasts. I'm not trying to say that the younger generation has a shorter attention span. Don't get me wrong there. But <laughs> we're busier. They're busier, right? Yeah. They're moving around. So, they, you know, they don't, they don't want an hour long podcast necessarily but we'd love you to be a part of our podcast here it's not quite an hour long by the time you take the commercials out but it's interesting we talk about that because a lot of what we're talking about today is oh i wish Mm -hmm. i'd have known that right yeah some decision points that you can make uh some easy moves we said in the open uh, that can make you feel like you're taking the money and running you know we we referenced that that's kind of the theme for our show that you don't always get but we get a content plan and it's take the money and run right we're not talking about robbing a bank today no. okay but we did get going before we went on the air uh with a little steve miller band and taking them take the money and run i wish we could play it we were having that discussion you can't do it because facebook will take it off so i'm sorry you don't get to hear that because it really kind of <laughs> revved me up but this story's not about bobby sue no and billy joe this one is about you and it's not quite robbing a bank right but it it's easier because you're also not going to go to jail okay so these are <laughs> these are legitimate moves that you can make so we're going to dive right in number one is budget for what matters now that doesn't sound easy yeah, um, or exciting or exciting but we're going to try to break this down in simple moves right so it's not it's not spreadsheets although we do subscribe that that would be a great way to budget but it's some small things you can just make changes on that can that can turn your budget around or or, mm-hmm. or help you create one 
Yeah. When we're talking about retirement, we talk about assigning meaning to your dollars. And that's really all a budget does is you're assigning meaning to the dollars that are coming into your household. And it feels restrictive when you're first doing it. Right. But just like any other kind of newness in your life, once you get used to it, you actually find freedom in it. Yeah. Like most couples, the main thing we fight about is money. Mm -hmm. But if I had planned ahead with my budget for, you know, whatever expense I wanted to be able to make and it was in the budget, Mm -hmm. then there's no fight. So it helps kind of create those boundaries for yourself. But ultimately, it's for your good. I think it's a really good stress reliever, too. I know Mm -hmm. people get stressed about doing it in the first place. But I'll give you an example of how it's a stress reliever for us. We pay our car insurance annually. And by Mm -hmm. doing that, we get a discount. Well, y'all, I'm just going to tell you, I have a teenage male on our um, on our car insurance now, so that bill is bigger than it used to be, mm-hmm. and and so what what we have always done in the past, and what I, I still do is I take that annual amount and I divide it by twelve, and so once a month I have an automatic checking to savings, like right after we get paid, there's a there's an amount that gets moved from checking to savings, and it's automated. So if I do it right after the paycheck is in there and I don't even have to think about it, then that money is in the savings account for when this bill comes annually. Well, now that we've added our son on, Mm -hmm. that amount is larger. And so I just went in and changed the amount of the transfer. It is really that simple. And and it's not some, I mean, we do have a spreadsheet that has all the information about what all that is. But if you just look at what's the annual amount divided by 12 and transfer that over, you're set. I think the misconception is that many people, when they think of budgeting, they think of limiting themselves. And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, if you're in a situation where you don't have enough dollars, then yeah, you're going to have to limit yourself some. But why not do that while you're ahead and not wait till you're just crazy in debt? But for the most part, creating the budget actually creates space. And that's what people tend to miss. And when you were talking about your savings situation, another tip for you is most employers will allow you, if you have direct deposit, to direct deposit into different accounts. Put that savings directly from your check into your savings so you never see it and you won't miss it. Yeah. That's the key because we we promised easy moves, Mm -hmm. right? Easy money move. That's the key. I think automating your savings or automating contributions to retirement plans is really the big thing here because Mm -hmm. you've got to, you've heard us say this before, pay yourself first, but you've got to be able to do that. Now, as you alluded to, Teresa, if you're behind, if you're spending more than you're making, you're going to have to kind of figure that out along the way at the Mm -hmm. same time. But it's all about cash flow. It is all yeah. about creating some margin in your life and not spending every dollar and then automating that savings, paying yourself first and living on the rest. That's the easy move. Figure yeah. out an amount to automatically save on a regular basis. Well, and when we were talking about paying off debt, you know, really when you get that paid off, you've in essence given yourself a raise yes. because you've yeah. freed up that cash flow and and it might be hard for a period of time. I believe me when I say all of us have at some point in life worked mm-hmm. another job at the same yeah. time and and that's okay. You do the hard things so that later you get to do the fun things and mm-hmm. at once you get that debt off of your back and you it, you understand what it really feels like to be debt free, you're not ever going to want to go back again. It's a game changer. Absolutely. I think the real important key here too is going back to the planning. You know, everything that we talk about is going to go back to the planning, but how do you know if you do have some margin in your life, how much do I automatically save? How much do I need for retirement? That's when we can really step in and help building a written plan to show you how much you could see your assets grow depending Mm -hmm. on how long you've got between now and retirement. Okay, so that's number one. Budget for what matters. The easy move there is create some automatic contributions to retirement plans or automatic contributions to your savings account, building up an emergency fund, all those things. Number two, avoid emotional decisions. That certainly doesn't sound like that's going to be easy, right? But emotional decisions are a fast track to losing money. We have Mm -hmm. seen that time and time again in the investment Uh, world, and we can talk about that in just a few minutes. But if you're just talking about your day-to-day purchases, you know, we just went through a pandemic where everybody was at home all the time. And man, do we get inundated on Facebook and on Instagram and online, on our email inboxes with all of these 
offers and they sound so good mm-hmm. and we're also pretty stressed out during a pandemic right so i yeah. i can imagine how many people overspent overbought during that time well and i was one of them if yeah. i'm just going to be honest there was a harvard research study done that said when you're sad you're willing to spend mm. more and you're more impatient and i wasn't necessarily sad during the pandemic i was bored mm. yeah and so you know i'm sitting at home all day and i think man i'd really like to have this thing it would make my day go so much smoother yep. with all these kids up in my way when i'm trying to work if i had this this is gonna fix it well it didn't and then i had to find another solution so it, it's just something that when you allow your emotions to lead your purchasing it's often gonna lead you awry I, I would say the key to what we normally call retail therapy my pastor mm-hmm. calls it a stuff attack he says i get stuff attacks do you ever get stuff attacks yeah <laughs> need some so, stuff i need some stuff yeah, yeah. so I, I would say just if that's how you're wired and you know that then acknowledge it and mm-hmm. so then if you can intentionally put into your budget an amount of fun money and if that's how you use it okay fine you get to decide how you use it but if you've got fifty dollars in there and you know and i'm just tossing that out as an example but you know that every month you get to buy fifty dollars worth of stuff however Mm -hmm. you want to utilize it okay fine but that keeps you from maybe spending two hundred dollars on stuff Mm -hmm. one particular month if you do it intentionally and you know that you're going to get to do it again the next month Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. then it gives you a little bit of breathing room just even emotionally to go this is not all i can buy it's just all i'm going to buy this month and, and if, i could do it again next month if you find yourself struggling with that boundary yeah then the best thing to do is take the the card numbers off so that you have yeah. to enter it every yeah. single yeah. time that's so easy to do isn't it because <laughs> if you can't just click buy now yep then you're gonna think about your purchase more another alternative is give it two days Give it a week. Like create some margin between the decision and when you felt the urge to buy the thing. I call it planned spontaneity. Yeah. yeah. That's my yeah. coin phrase. Because I, I love to be spontaneous. And for me, it's not about stuff. It's about experiences. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. go out to eat. I want to go on a trip. But, you know, I feel like we're building something here. Blocks on top of each other. We were talking about the automatic payments, the automatic um, contributions and savings. We've got to get those contributions for retirement, your emergency fund. Those things need to be set first. But then when you've created margin, back to the budget, right? You can throw that extra 50 bucks yeah, a week or $50 totally. into a different account. And I, and I do subscribe to that. Don't put it in the same account as your emergency account. Mm-hmm, you can have yeah, as many accounts mm-hmm. as you want now. Have an emergency fund that are true, that's truly for emergencies, and then you have a fund money account. And, mm-hmm. and then when you do decide you want to just spend some money for the heck of it, it's there. Yeah. It's there. And it's not going to wreck anything else. Mm-hmm. On the investment side, and we can get started on this. We've only got a couple mm-hmm. of minutes left in our first segment. But the emotion when it comes to investing is mm-hmm. huge, too. You know, we actually just recorded a Fastest Four segment, the Fastest Four Minutes in Investing, which you can sign up for going to fastestfour.com. And uh, we'll send you a less than four-minute video talking about some matter of finance into your email inbox each week. But we were talking about the market being at all-time highs. Mm-hmm. June 14th, the uh, S&P 500 set another all-time high. 26 of them set in 2020 during a pandemic. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. yet when you hear all-time high, what's mm-hmm. the response you're going to get from an investor? It's going to drop. Yeah. yeah. What goes up must come down. And how bad is it going to be? And when's it going to hit? Exactly. So the emotion tied to that can cause you to do the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason, as John likes to say. And many people don't realize the market corrects every year, typically. Yes. So it dropping even 10% is really not something to panic over. It just does that regularly. Prices get inflated, you know, not inflated, but just overpriced and they have to correct. And so that is something that a lot of people, when it when it does dip, they go, oh, no, I'm going to lose all my money. I need to go to cash. Yeah. And some do. Yeah. And then they lose all the opportunity when it rebounds, which it has every time it's done that, it's come back at some point. And Janet, there was a reason, many reasons last year to do that, right? Especially if you're closing oh, yeah. in on retirement. We talked to many clients that are getting fearful about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Then it was the election. Then it was new policies coming from a new president. Yeah. There's always a reason not to invest. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you think about how many, and I don't know the answer to this, but you could, you could Google it and see... How many all-time highs have we had even just since 2008? You know, mm-hmm. and it's significant. Mm-hmm. But at every one of those, somebody was going, oh, this is it. We're going the other direction. You've got to be able to set aside emotion and mm-hmm. invest with logic, but yet be prepared. Yeah. But I think that's where the planning helps. Mm-hmm. Right. You think about that if you'd have pulled out in some around the election, and then you have to decide when is it the right time to get back in. Yeah. That, that's a problem, too. Okay, so we're talking about 
easy money moves that can make a difference in your financial future. That's the subject of today's Get Ready for the Future show. We talked about budgeting for what matters and avoiding emotional decisions. We'll step into the next item on our list right after this. Ways to take the money and run. No, we're not talking about robbing a bank. Easy money moves that can make a difference in your financial future, though. And in the first segment, we talked about making some automatic contributions to savings accounts and retirement accounts. Set those on automatic pilot. Pay yourself first. And, of course, that follows with creating margin in your life and cash flow. And avoiding emotional decisions that's easier said than done. That may not be an easy move for you, but you have to do put some practical things. Uh, Teresa talked about some of those as far as taking the credit card number off of those online accounts where you can buy things like on Amazon so that you have to work a little harder to, yeah. make, to make that purchase. <laughs> I don't know. Any kind of barrier that yeah. can Anything help, right? to slow you down. Yeah. Now, the future certainly can't be what you want without planning for it. We talk about it all the time, how important planning is here. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. So what is the plan? What's your plan? We've got an offer for you. It's a free download. It is 10 ways to shift your perspective of planning. And you can get it by going to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash plan or even easier. Today's show is about easy moves. Just take your cell phone and text the word plan to this number, 501-381-5228. 501-381-5228. Text the word plan, get this free download and some great information, some great educational resources there to hopefully shift your planning or shift your thought process about planning. So number three on our list of easy moves to make a difference in your financial future, max out your match. This truly is taking mm-hmm. the money oh, yeah. and running because right. it is free money on the table in most cases if you have an employer match through your employer-sponsored retirement plan. Yes, and some of those are a dollar-for-dollar match, meaning that, you know, let's say you put in 6%, they put in 6%. So for that portion of your money, you're getting 100% return on your investment day one. Yep. So walking away from that, to me, is just insane, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if, if I walked up to you on the street and I said, hey, if you'll hand me a $20 bill, I've got this other one, just let me hold it for like five minutes, and then I'll give you both of these and you walk away with $40, you would find a $20 bill if you knew me and you trusted me, I guess. But you know, <laughs> but it's that simple. Your employer yeah. is saying, hey, if you'll put this in this account and leave it for a little while, you can have your money and mine. And it's a great tool for building wealth. Yeah. So some people have that 100% dollar for dollar match and some people have a 50 cents on the dollar. And some of them get a little bit more complicated with at this point, it's dollar for dollar. At this point, it's yeah. it's 50 cents on the dollar, et cetera. But the point is, find out how you max out your match. We've actually got a chart we'd like to share with those of you who are joining us online on Facebook today to be able to show you the impact of having a company match versus not having a company match. And I will say this is a lesser impact because we're factoring in the number of people who do not have a dollar for dollar match. But if you've got dollar for dollar, then basically you just doubled the the blue part there, which is your contribution. And the gold part would be it would be doubled up there to show mm-hmm. the employer match because they're putting in exactly the amount that you're putting in. So even in this example, you're looking at a $500,000 difference for somebody starting at age 25 going all the way through age 60. Guys, frankly, there's a lot of people in Arkansas who retire with a half a million dollars, and that's all they have in retirement. The, The point, there's two things, really, in this chart. One is start early. Yep. You know, when you get your first paycheck, you need to be making your first retirement contribution. And then from there, max out that match. We talk about leaving free money on the table. A few years ago, when GenWealth was a, a smaller company, fewer employees mm-hmm. than what we have now, um, we I went to the bank at at the beginning of the of the calendar year, and I got the money that was literally left on the table. It was a little under ten thousand dollars, and we took it to uh, our team meeting. And I just, without telling anybody what it was, I just started taking out money and putting it on the table, and people's chins started dropping and their eyes started popping out of their head. And then I said. Guys, this 
This represents the money that you literally left on the table last year. And mm. when they had that visual, mm-hmm. that day, people signed yeah. up for their simple IRA. They said, I need to do that. And we had talked about a match. We mm-hmm. had had those. Com- We're a financial firm. This is what we do. You know, mm-hmm. we had had those conversations. But until they had a visual, it wasn't real. It mm-hmm. got very real that day. Yeah. And at larger companies, you get a packet. Yep. And you have 24 hours to a week to turn it back in with yep. zero education. So if you get that packet, look in there for the word matching because it's in there somewhere and it'll tell you how much you need to put in to make sure you get the most out of that match. Now that you know that Gen Wealth may have $10,000 on the table at a team meeting, those are at undisclosed locations. <laughs> we will not be and telling you. And it only happened once. And it only happened once. I did and that th- money went straight back to the yes, bank. <laughs> that, that Steve Miller song did go through my mind when they it went on the table. Take the money and run, Scott. Take the money and run. It wouldn't have been worth it. I wouldn't have gone far. So, those, yeah, that's that's great uh, great advice on the on the employer match. I do want to take a moment, too, since we're talking about easy steps, right, easy moves. Mm-hmm. Let's take it just a step farther. It's not really about the match, but kind of the the step process of what we would say, what should you do next? And I think this is really geared more towards younger investors. I do think there are some variables here Mm -hmm. uh, as you get to higher income levels, because the more you throw into that pre-tax account, the more it's going to lower your taxable income while you're Mm -hmm. working. And that that can be an advantage when you're in your 50s. But if you're in your 20s or 30s, we would certainly say contribute enough to your 401k or your employer-sponsored plan to get the full employer match. You may say, well, what's next? And the next step would be look for a tax-free account like a Roth IRA. Yes. And actually, one little tip that a lot of people I didn't know is once you earn income, you can start that. So if you're 16 mm-hmm. and yes. you're working and you're getting a W-2, you can start a Roth IRA. My daughter I, oh my, my daughter did that last year. She started working when she was 14 and she only she only works during the summer. She doesn't work during the school year. So, so she only earned a little over $1,000. We, we put $1,000 into her Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that'll be, at, you know, at retirement age, $1,000 doesn't sound like much right now no, for the but contribution, but she was 14. Yeah. So you give that time, and she'll contribute again this year, mm-hmm. and it's going to put her in a good position later on for retirement. This guy mm-hmm. behind the camera over here has got one. My 20-year-old yeah. 20 son for a year or two, we've been doing the same thing, $100 mm-hmm. a month, right, Gary? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to make a difference. If he just never takes that off the pedal, right? Oh, yeah. He keeps yeah. putting $100. Absolutely. So just, we don't want to assume you don't that you know what a Roth IRA is, so we should describe it. That's that's contributed to with after-tax dollars, okay? So mm-hmm. it comes into your bank account, then goes out to the investment account, into the Roth IRA, and you hold that into retirement. And when you take that money out to use in retirement, when you're 59 and a half or 65 or 70 years old, it's going to be tax-free. Uh, and the not, key is it's not just what you put in it that's tax-free. It's every everything. single yeah. dollar. Everything so you growth. pull out. Yeah. And and let me, you know, people talk about, well, there's no tax advantage on the front end, but there's also no tax problems on the front end. Let mm-hmm. me just say, okay, you make $35,000 in a year. You know what you're taxed on? You're taxed on 35000 Now, it, there's more details, charitable contributions, all yeah. that stuff. But anyway, you're taxed on $35,000 of income. Okay, if you make a Roth contribution, you know what you're taxed on? $35,000 of income. So do the contribution. You yeah. know, if and, you're where you can do that, make it happen. And realistically, though, those who are the best candidates for Roth contributions are those that are getting a refund now anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, yeah. you're just kind of taking a little dip out of your refund to do it. That's right. And and it, I mean, it, I can't imagine anyone that it's not a good idea for that's younger, but mm-hmm. everything is unique. You got to get with your advisor and figure sure. that out. And we can do that for you here, opening Roth IRAs. But I would say too, ask your employer if you've got a Roth 401k. More yes. and more 401ks are offering a Roth component to that. And you can split up the contributions, mm-hmm. right? The pre-tax enough to get the match. Usually you have to make the contribution in pre-tax to get the match and then the Roth 401k option to fill that up. So mm-hmm. great options there. Number four on our list is avoid penalties. And that can be huge as well. It's not always about what you make or what you contribute. It's about what you avoid. And penalties mm-hmm. is something we want to avoid. We've got two things we're going to talk about. One is excess contributions. Don't see this quite as often, but there are contribution limits to both 401k and employer-sponsored plans and IRAs. So let's talk about those limits. The most you can contribute to your Roth IRA, since we just talked about that, and a traditional IRA is a total of $6,000 annually if you are under 50. Now, when you get to 50 or older, you get an extra catch-up contribution of $1,000. So you can put $7,000 if you're over 50. I would point out here, too, that if you're married, you can double that. 
Uh, mm-hmm. If you're filing a joint tax return, which most married couples do, even if the wife's not working, right, or even if the husband's not working, if you got one income earner and you're filing a joint return, you can actually double that. So it's a huge mm-hmm. advantage there. And the over age 50 thing is a calendar year. So let's yeah. say mm-hmm. your your birthday is December 31st, it's starting January 1st of that year. They're looking at the year, not when you contribute it. But if you're doing it monthly, you could go ahead and start working towards that $7,000 total. And you could do it all at once. It can be in there before you are age 50, as long as you're going to turn age 50 in that calendar year. So why is it important not to go over that? If you contribute too much, you'll actually owe a 6% penalty on the excess contribution each year until Mm -hmm. you fix the mistake. So you want to make sure not to put or overfund your IRA. And there are some income limits that go with both types, whether it's traditional or Roth. So make sure that you meet those requirements too, or you could end up in the same pickle. Guys, one of the things I want to be sure we talk about, we were we were talking about retirement plans earlier, and a lot of companies that are smaller companies will use a simple IRA. Mm-hmm. And so we get the question, well, wait a minute, I don't think I can do a Roth because I have a simple. Because in, in the client's mind, they're both mm-hmm. IRAs. Yep. Yes, they both have an IRA label on it, but your simple IRA is your corporate plan. Mm-hmm. And you can, in addition to that, have a traditional or a Roth IRA. So the simple IRA contribution limits do not play into what you can contribute to your Roth. All right. So the other uh, penalty that we really have to watch more so than anything mm-hmm. is the early withdrawal penalty mm-hmm. from the qualified plans. It, people, we if you listen to this show, you hear us talk about the magic age of 59 and a half. Still don't really know fully why it was 59 and a half when the they created all these laws. Why they couldn't just make it a solid 60, year. 60, 59. You know, why do we always have to have, but yeah. there's so much extra math. So yeah. much extra math when somebody's 59 and a half. But that uh, plays a role in many ways. And we're going to talk about another one uh, a little bit later on. We've only got about a minute left to do this. But if you take money out of a qualified plan, and that's a traditional IRA or a 401k, uh, your employer sponsored plan prior to the age of 59 and a half, if it's pre-tax, you're going to pay taxes on it. And that's going to happen no matter when you take it out. But there's going to be an additional 10% penalty Mm -hmm. if you have not reached the age of 59 and a half. And a lot of people are really struggle with this if they have a house they want to pay off, or if there's some kind of debt they're trying to get rid of ahead of retirement, they may very well be tempted to take it out too early. I liken this to that emotional decision making because they get Mm -hmm. scared. Oh my goodness, I'm ready to retire. I think I want to retire emotionally, but I don't know if I'm ready to retire financially. So I'm going to take this big lump sum, pay off all my debt, but they don't realize this increases mm-hmm. their taxable income. They're going to get a penalty. It's just a lot to add to the pot, and the amount it ends up affecting them can be very big. Your retirement plan is not a piggy bank. Don't look mm-hmm. at it like that to tap in the case of emergency. So we're going to talk about uh, knowing your options with that 59 and a half rule right after this. Easy money moves you can make that can make a huge difference in your financial future. That's the subject of today's Get Ready for the Future show. My name is Scott Inman, Teresa Arago, and Janet Walker alongside as we talk about these easy moves. Want to take a step away from that for just a minute to talk about money works. And Teresa, we talked about the Talking Sense. I'm saying talk a lot. Yeah. Talking <laughs> talking about Talking Sense podcast uh, earlier in the show. And that's kind of brought out in conjunction with our new Money Works program. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell people about a special offer on that, but I wanted to kind of go to you since you're part of that podcast and part uh, instrumental in the MoneyWorks program along with Marcus Osorio. What is MoneyWorks? So if you think of, you know, apps out there, there's an app for everything, right? Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people have access to a lot of information, but not a lot of wisdom. So we as a team created a program that there is a technology aspect to it that allows you to kind of get a score on your financial knowledge, and then it helps you grow your financial knowledge, but it doesn't just stick you in an app and and leave you there. You've also got an advisor who is walking you through that process, walking you through that education and helping you know what's next, because that's the key. You can go and find some information, but then what? How do you apply it? How do you make it individual to you? And, you know, most of those things that are out there, those tools that are out there are very just generic. These are going to be tailored to you. And then you've got an advisor that you've got access to as well. So we kind of talk about pairing the the benefits of technology with the power of a personal relationship. And that's really what MoneyWorks is. I'd say simply, if you feel like you're off the rails financially, or you don't mm-hmm. even know where to start, uh, or you feel lost, you need some guidance, this helps you get on track. And, mm-hmm. and it's a constant uh, resource that's available for you to do things differently, maybe fix mm-hmm. the problems and get on a better path. Or get a good start. Or get a good start. Yeah. yeah. If you mm-hmm. haven't even started, this is a great opportunity. So- 
how do you get started on that? We're offering something very special today on our broadcast. So if you're thinking about this might be for you, now is definitely the time to take advantage of it. We're offering half off of your setup fee if you reach out by June 30th to get started with MoneyWorks. And there's several ways you can do that. There's a website, mymoney.works. You can give us a call at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. Or send us an email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or send us a message right now on social media. Very easy to reach out to Genwell Financial Advisors to get started on the MoneyWorks program half off of your setup fee if you reach out by June 30th. So we're giving you a few days there, right? It's a week away from today, mm-hmm. right? As yeah, we, as we record this. If you're listening to the radio, you have less than a week. All right, so our next um, easy money move to make a difference in your financial future is to know your options. It's always good. We talked a little bit about how MoneyWorks can provide some education. This is education-based. It's just knowledge-based. Know your options when it comes to your retirement plans. We talked about not taking money out prior to 59 and a half in the last segment, but when you do reach the age, the magic age of 59 and a half, (laughs) you've got some options Mm -hmm. more than likely. Now, not all plans offer this. I've only run across one or two in my time at GenWealth, so the majority of them do. There's something called an in-service withdrawal or an in-service distribution. In-service meaning you're still working at the employer, right? You haven't left. Mm -hmm. You haven't severed employment. But the money in your 401k is available to potentially roll over to an IRA. Now, why would you do that? Well, first of all, there's no taxable consequence for doing that. That's Mm -hmm. the key part. You're not taking it out and spending it. You're not putting it in your bank account. You're rolling it into another qualified plan. Well, why would you want to do that? Let's talk a little bit about why an IRA is a little bit different than the 401k. So one of the things to think about is your employer plan is a very powerful tool for building your wealth. But it does have a lot of limitations typically Mm -hmm. that come with that. Most plans, you have a limited number of investments and different types of products that you can get into. And as you're nearing retirement, it may make sense as part of your plan for part of those investments that are going to be there for retirement to be funded a little early. There are some benefits to that with certain products. Now, it's not right for everybody, but in that case, sometimes it makes a lot of sense. And this this goes back to something we talked about earlier in the show. When people get scared about like we're at a new peak in the market, what comes after a high point, they're Mm -hmm. concerned about it being a low point. This might be a good motivator for you to go ahead and begin, as Teresa's talking about, to begin to prepare some of your assets for retirement retirement. That's frankly why the IRS allows Mm -hmm. you to do an in-service distribution or a rollover at 59 and a half. They realize that most retirement plans, most 401ks are built for accumulation. Mm -hmm. Some of them really don't even have distribution options like Mm -hmm. a a monthly distribution that you're going to want in retirement. So to prepare your investments for you to take retirement income, many people at that point will choose to go ahead and roll over the balance that's in there. Now, people ask about, well, wait a minute, I'm not I'm not done working. What about, you know, right. what I would earn over the next few years or however long you're still going to work? So it, it looks kind of weird on your statement because you go from, let's say there's $500,000 in there, you go from 500000 to zero, but then on your very next paycheck, then you're putting money in, you're mm-hmm. getting your employer match, and you're building that up. And meanwhile, your 500000 has just moved over to a new statement, if you will, a new account, and it's in an IRA at this point. You can do that with Roth IRA, with traditional IRA, depending on the type of dollars you have in your 401k. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you've moved it out and gone to cash. Right. It's got a purpose if you're going to do this. It doesn't make sense to just do it and pull it out and do nothing with it. Go ahead and throw in here, too, that there is also that option to roll over to an IRA when you leave a job. So I don't want to totally leave this in the 59 and a half preparing for retirement camp. We meet with a lot of people in their 40s. They've had two or three jobs. Mm -hmm. Maybe they got 30,000 here, 50,000 here, and they've just left them in what we would call an orphan 401k. There's some options for you there. Yes. And it makes a lot of sense for organization. You know, one of the things I tell people is you don't want to retire and have to sit and try to work all of these different pieces separately. It really, it sings best if they're all in one place and people say, well, I don't want all my eggs in one basket. 
we've got different baskets. We're just yeah. using the same barn. Yes. Okay? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and even to have the opportunity as those have been rolled over from an old 401k to a traditional IRA to have the opportunity to look and determine if it's appropriate to do any conversions, because mm-hmm. if you leave in your 401k, that's never going to happen. You mm-hmm. might need and want to convert some of those dollars to Roth IRA dollars over the years. Now you can just to go ahead and throw the other options out. You don't have to, in either case, move the money out at 59 and a half or roll it to an IRA. That is an option. You can cash it out in both cases, which we'd almost never recommend because you're going to pay the taxes on it. You can leave it where uh, it, it is uh, as well. Or if in the case of changing jobs, you also have the option more than likely to roll it into the new 401k yes. at your uh, new employer. All right. So part B on knowing your options. We have two parts to knowing your <laughs> options on the easy moves. And this is about pensions. And these are going away. We know that mm-hmm. statistically that not many people are going to have one, but we do still deal with many clients who come uh, to GenWealth preparing for retirement that do have a pension. But my gosh, the options. Oh, yes. we've, I mean, not all of them are vast, but many of them are. They mm-hmm. bring in two pages sometimes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what are their options? And this can make, it's not necessarily an easy move. It takes some planning with a financial advisor, but I do think it's a very vital decision that can make a huge impact in your retirement income. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that it's overwhelming yeah. for a lot oh, of yeah. people. And yeah. so they just get analysis paralysis. Well, and, and they also, this is the one and only time they've ever done this, probably. You know, and they'll they get pro- one shot. Yeah, they get right. one shot. It's an irrevocable decision, so you better get it right. And many times, frankly, the, the propensity is to look for the highest payout. Well, yeah. the highest payout is going to be your life only. And if you get that check for a month and then you get hit by a bus, guess what? Your surviving spouse and your heirs mm-hmm. get nothing else out of that. So so it's not necessarily, you know, the best thing to do for you to go for that largest check. There there are lots of options. Teresa, you and I had the experience mm-hmm. um, a couple of months ago or so uh, with a client where there were like probably a dozen pages yes. of information. Wow. And there was an option in there. Uh, this gentleman had worked for this company for a long time. There was an option in there that he literally looked at us and went, is that, is that ser- can we really do that? Is that an option? Mm-hmm. And it was a game changer in his overall plan. And we called to confirm that what we were reading was accurate. And it was. And, and it, it was, was something I've never seen before. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a very unique opportunity. Mm-hmm. I want to learn more about this after the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the point is, had he not brought that to us mm-hmm. for us to go through together, even though he had all the information and had talked to his company many times, he would not have known. And in his situation, that was going to be hands down the best option. He didn't even realize it was there. The planning process for me is like putting together a puzzle. And I think what happens is people see this as its own thing. They don't really understand how to make it work with all the other pieces that need to fit together. You know, one of the options that people sometimes consider is that lump sum option. But Mm -hmm. if you don't have other guaranteed income sources to take care of your needs, that may not make sense. But if you do, It might, because as you mentioned before, regardless of which option you choose, once those parameters have been met, you stop getting income, your heirs have nothing. Well, and you might be able to take that lump sum and go to an annuity that will Mm -hmm. also provide pension-like payments is going to provide a guaranteed income stream to you. And in many cases, that's going to be a better situation for your survivors, for for your heirs, than Mm -hmm. what it would have been through the pension options. Yeah, the pension lump sum for me, that's how I think about it, is if you do still need guaranteed income, you may not need the check to be as large as it was going to be. So you've got the best of both worlds. Now. Right. You can have a guaranteed income stream with a portion of that lump sum, but then you have the assets to invest, which, by the way, can give you the opportunity to get a bigger paycheck Overall. in retirement. Because that's mm-hmm. the big challenge, I think, yeah. with the pension is, is your, as John says, your first check is your best check and your worst check. Yeah. In most cases, yeah. uh, certainly uh, government pensions, they do oftentimes have cost of living adjustments, but in mm-hmm. private pensions, more than likely, it's going to be a flat check. And uh, it's only as safe as the person who's caretaking the pension fund. That's yeah. very so, true. And, and, it's, and I'm not saying that to say I'm against pensions. Right. We are definitely right, right. not. I have tons of uh, clients who are taking their pension payouts because it made sense. But you can't think of it as its own thing. It needs to be part of a puzzle that works together for your good. Let me also point out taking the lump sum is not taking the money and run and no. to, to keep our, our theme going. <laughs> you can use, you can roll the pension lump sum out and in, into an IRA just like you do 
the 401k at the mm-hmm. 59 and a half that we talked right. about, non-taxable occurrence. You now have investment options because you don't inside of that pension and you have the ability to build an overall plan. But as Teresa said, it, it really comes down to meeting with a financial advisor, putting those puzzle pieces together, figuring out how much guaranteed income do you need. That's, mm-hmm. that's piece number one, right? You're going to have expenses uh, in retirement that don't go away. Many people are going to retire with a mortgage. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you have no debt, but you're still going to have expenses like food and gas and property taxes and uh, insurance to take care of. That is going to come down and equate to a monthly number. And you do need to cover those monthly expenses with guaranteed income, either from Social Security and a pension or from a portion of your assets being used to purchase an annuity that has a guaranteed income stream. You want to make sure that that required income need is met with guaranteed income. All right, we're ready for our final break, and we will continue with the Get Ready for the Future show after this. Building your retirement income plan, walking through the GenWealth Ready to Retire process is a phone call or an email away. You can call us toll-free at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526 to get an appointment with the GenWealth Financial Advisor, and we have advisors and offices all over the state of Arkansas, as we've talked about before. Uh, Bryant, West Little Rock, Conway, where Teresa is. We're in El Dorado. We're in Hot Springs. We're also in uh, northwest Louisiana, and we are now in central Tennessee, Brentwood, Tennessee, the Nashville area. So that's why we've got that toll-free number. If you're watching online, you can call us anywhere you are, 866-653-PLAN, 866-653-7526, or send us an email. Send it to info at getreadyforthefuture.com and tell us what you're wanting, and we can begin walking you through the ready-to-retire process. I felt like I had to cut off uh, pretty abruptly before our last break. Didn't feel like it. I did have to. We were talking about (laughs) required income. Mm -hmm. There's more to that, of course, financial independence. We tack on desired income, right, because you don't Mm -hmm. want to just pay your bills in retirement. Financial independence comes from that desired income. But I did want to point this out before we hit our final point. Per the American College of Financial Services, People actually give themselves permission to enjoy their money Mm -hmm. in retirement we're talking about when they receive it in a regular income as opposed to when they withdraw it from a lump sum. I think that's vitally Mm -hmm. important because it speaks to what we do. We we pay our bills on a monthly basis, except for Janet who pays her car insurance on an annual basis. (laughs) I pay most stuff monthly. Most stuff is monthly, right? Because that's how, you know, your utilities, those things are going to come on a monthly basis. You know what you spend on food. You know what you spend on gas. Mm Mm-hmm. That's our compartmentalized thinking. So th- doesn't it make sense to have your re- your retirement income and your plan built to give you that money on a monthly basis? Yeah, and that's what I, we do here. And that's the key. I think, again, you don't want to go into retirement and be stressing about the stock market every day. Yeah. I mean, right. That's not really what I would consider a fun retirement to sit and worry about your money. So why not have a plan in place that regardless of what the market's doing, you're going to be okay you're going to be able to make those bills work. You might not have as much fun money, you know, but just like if you have a job situation where you don't make as much, you just mm-hmm. kind of cut back on the things you like to do, but you're not having to give up what you want to do. And we've seen this psychological impact in people mm-hmm. so many times when sometimes they have like tremendous excess savings in the bank and they're at the point of retirement and they decide, okay, we're just going to live on this for a period of time and then we'll pull from our mm-hmm. investments, at which point we would be sending them a check. But in the interim, we're not sending them a check. They're living off of savings. And boy, you know, the the math says maybe, and just as an example, the math says they could withdraw $5,000 a month. Well, they're squeaking by on under $2,000 a month because it psychologically yeah. is a bad yeah. feeling to see that account balance dwindle, even though we've planned for it. So it really is good to have that set up income, just like you get your paycheck regularly right. mm-hmm. in retirement for that to go on. It's also important to point out that it doesn't mean you don't ever get some lump sum mm-hmm. withdrawals right. because right. we're going to model this plan on very conservative returns because we want to yes. be outcome based here, right? We want to have the successful retirement income plan. So we're going to model some pretty conservative numbers. And oftentimes we're going to outkick our coverage on that, right? Yeah. Like what we saw in the last 12 months, we've had some pretty favorable reviews. So we may have some opportunities to harvest a few extra mm-hmm. gains uh, if there's a new vehicle or better yet, plan for that new vehicle mm-hmm. uh, in retirement and have some side money for that. So it certainly makes sense to have a retirement income plan. And, and, and our final point in our final segment here today is don't go it alone. Yeah. Uh, so many people do enter retirement or 
uh, we've talked about people in their 20s and 30s that a lot of people are on their own then and they don't think they even have an outlet we've told you today we want to work with you if you're in your 20s or 30s they may not those folks may not think that you can even have access to a financial advisor mm-hmm. because you don't have investable assets doesn't matter we've got the money works program uh, built for you but listen to this stat from morningstar a relationship with a trusted financial advisor can boost your retirement accounts by 22.6%. Again, want to source that. Morningstar says that. But this is not about just rate of return right. either. This is about avoiding bad decisions. It's mm-hmm. some of the things that we've talked about today, quite frankly. Yeah, we, we do a significant amount of what we call behavioral coaching. Yeah. You know, there's there. it's important for us to know financial things, but it's also important for us to be able to talk with you when, you know, maybe you're scared or, you know, we talk about fear and greed driving people's investment decisions. Well, if you have a financial behavioral coach on the other end of the phone who can go, hey, I know that's what you're thinking and what you're feeling right now. Let me tell you our perspective on it, and here's why I wouldn't go that route. Then it it is more likely for you to follow that advice and be more level-headed moving forward, and it tremendously impacts the value of your accounts over time. And I think there's this weird phenomenon that needs to be addressed, too. If my car broke down today, I'm taking it to somebody that knows how to repair it. And I don't feel any shame about the fact that I don't know how to repair my car. But there are some people who feel like they should be the expert. They should do the research and they should be able to do this by themselves. Honestly, there are things I don't want to know how to do. And there are things that I could research all day long and still have no clue. There's just so much out there that is conflicting when it comes to financial advice that I just don't understand. I don't understand why people feel some sense of shame about getting help with that sometimes. Well, I, I think for whatever reason, it's it's okay to not know some things, but we don't think it's okay to not know other things. But I'll give you an example. I remember years and years ago, I had an appointment with a gentleman who had over a million dollars invested in multiple different mutual funds. And through the course of the conversation, it became apparent to me that if he had to explain to me what a mutual fund was, he could not have done it. Now, no judgment whatsoever. Mm -hmm. We just began to have a conversation, and I walked through it, and he looked at me and said, you're the only person who has ever taken the time to explain that to me. And he said, frankly, you get to a point where you feel like, I mean, I got a few hundred thousand dollars in this stuff. I probably ought to know what it is. But <laughs> you don't want to ask anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. And and so it was a really big deal for him to have somebody to take the time to explain it and to not pass judgment that he didn't know that. And and that's, that's who we are here. We're very mm-hmm. educationally based. And the other ones are those that feel like they've made mistakes yeah if yeah. you feel like you've made a mistake in your past that's your past you're never going to move forward if you can't that's let right. it go and we're not here to shame you for it we're here to help you get past it i want to point out too in our final few minutes together that we have programs designed very specifically for you regardless of where you are in your season of life or in your journey towards financial independence we talked a little bit about money works mm-hmm. that is uh, for folks maybe in their 20s, we don't want to totally pigeon them into an age here, but it's right. people starting out, right? So likely in their 20s, maybe all the way through their 40s, maybe mm-hmm. you've made some really bad decisions and you still are trying to get started. That's really what that Money Works program is designed to do. And then we've got Money Guide designed specifically for folks who are in the middle of their financial journey, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you've accumulated a few 401ks uh, over changing jobs like we talked about earlier, and you need help consolidating that and figuring out a plan of how many uh, how much do, does my asset level need to be when I reach retirement? And when do I want to retire? And building plans towards financial independence. And then we have the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, which is built specifically for people in the retirement red zone. We mm-hmm. would say 10 years or less, you're going to pull the trigger on walking away from work and you need a retirement income plan. You need an investment strategy that is likely different than the one you currently have because the game is changing once you enter the red zone. So it doesn't really matter where you are in your walk of life or your journey towards retirement. I just want you to know today that Genwell Financial Advisor is ready to help. So it's very important to give us a call if you uh, want to learn more and begin the planning process. You can do that by calling toll-free 866-653-PLAN. Again, the number is 866-653-7526. Or you can send us an email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com and begin the first step 
towards your journey towards financial independence. I always like to point out that that first appointment is free. We're not obligating you to anything mm-hmm. uh, by setting that first appointment. You're going to get to spend a couple yeah. of hours. You're going to learn something. I always mm-hmm. I always like to ask people, we yeah. do it at the workshops. Did you learn mm-hmm. something here? I've started doing it in the client meeting yeah. rooms. I hope you learned something. Too. And most yeah. people say that they did. So Absolutely. It's, it's at least going to be some education, even if you don't end up working with and, us. And if you're not sure which program fits you, just reach out and, yeah. and let us yep. know. And we'll get in touch with you and walk through some questions to figure out what's going to be the best fit mm-hmm. for you. I'm stalling. <laughs> because we haven't heard seconds. the final bell. At nine, it's coming. At nine minutes and 40 <laughs> One seconds. More second. There, there we the go. Final bell. There's your bell. <laughs> I didn't have anything to say for seven seconds. I, I get started. Scott Inman had nothing to say. It happens. It happens occasionally. Uh, that may be the first time, actually. But usually I walk right through that bell. John's usually talking during the bell. That's right. And that's the way that's that right. works. It is time for our final thoughts to wrap up the program. We'll go to the other end of the table. Janet, we'll start with you. I would just say to be intentional, to plan, to personalize your retirement. We've talked about a lot of things today that maybe hit home with you. You know, think about, do you need to do a Roth IRA? Do you need to pay more attention to your match that's available at work that maybe you're leaving money on the table? Those are your assets and your opportunities that lead to your future. So be intentional and plan to personalize your retirement, just reach out to us and we can help you with that. I would say if you're watching this or listening to this, you're making an effort to educate yourself financially. There's probably someone in your life who would benefit from that education that maybe doesn't realize they have these tools at their disposal. Mm -hmm. So I would love it if you would share the Talking Sense podcast with them and talk to them about the mistakes you've made, the successes you've had, and help those make better decisions for their future too. Your financial independence is yours to prioritize, and I want to leave you with an opportunity to get some free education. The future can't be what you want without planning for it, so what is your plan? Here's how to get a free download of 10 ways to shift your perspective of planning. Just go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash plan, or since we were talking about easy moves today, the easy move to make here is just text the word plan to this number, 501 501- 381-5228. Again, it's 501-381-5228 to get a free download, 10 ways to shift your perspective of planning. We hope we've given you some ways to shift your perspective today on the Get Ready for the Future show with our easy money moves to make a difference in your financial future. And we hope you will join us again next week. I'm Scott Inman saying so long for now. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, share the podcast with your friends and family. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.